Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening to you wherever you are, everybody that's listening to this. I'm so glad that you are joining us today to hear the Word of God, to hear what the Lord has to say to us today. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for your preachers everywhere. Pray for pastors and teachers everywhere, apostles and evangelists everywhere. Amen. Because we can always use prayer along with the laymen. Amen. Pray for your neighbor. Hallelujah. Pray for your family. I noticed since I've been praying for my family, things are just getting better and better. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here little, there little. Amen. So keep your families in prayer. Hallelujah. And keep yourself in prayer. Speak healing into your mind because there's so much going on in this world. There's so much going on around us. We need to keep our minds stayed on the good things, Jesus, the good news. That's what gospel means, the good news, amen? Because if you go by what you've been seeing on TV and hearing on the radio lately, you're just going to be dazed, as the song used to say, dazed and confused, amen, hallelujah. Keep our minds stayed on Jesus. This is Reverend Esty of New Birth Ministries. And uh, I'm glad that we are all gathered together. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be speaking today on the spirit of control. I'm just going to go by a few notes that I have on the spirit of control. Amen. Amen. With our recent experience of the big slap at the Oscars, I think everybody knows about that now. Amen. God is calling for us or sending a harbinger, as they say, which just means a sign. God is sending us a sign to be in the know of the spirit of control and what the world is experiencing today. God doesn't want us to act like the world. We're in the world, but we are not of it. Amen. Many are under it. Amen. The spirit of control and not realizing that they are under it. Amen. King Ahab, king of Israel at one time, was under it with his own wife, Jezebel. She actually wore the pants. And they came against a man of God, Elijah, and they both lost their lives and their kingdom. Control can lead to death in some people and in some points. Amen. Let's Invoke the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit of God, Lord God, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah, Abba, Father, Father of lights, Yehovah, we are praying to you today, the sound of my voice and all those that are in with us today, Lord God, we pray and we thank you for being God all by yourself, for being God in our lives. We thank you for the things that you've done that we've seen and experienced and the things that you've done that we haven't seen or experienced yet. We know that you want us to be blessed. You're a good father. You're a good God. We know that you love us. You only want the best for us. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the things that you've given us that we don't even deserve. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. We thank you for your healing. Jesus, we thank you for the blood that you shed on the cross just for us. And after you shed the blood for us, 
and you said, by your stripes, we are healed. Then you rose three days later from death, from the grave, giving us the same victory over sin, hell, death, and the grave, and Satan, evil. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the angels that minister to us just like they ministered to you. Hallelujah. We bless our angels. We bless you. We bless our families. Baruch Atashim Adonai. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, use me. Use me to get out whatever it is you want your people to know through this ministry. And I thank you for using me, and I'm honored to be used by you. Bless each and every listener of this and every follower of this ministry and my voice as you use me. Give them a hundredfold blessings. Open up the portals of heaven where no demon and no devil can stop them from getting what you want them to have. I cover them all by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In your holy name, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus of Christ. Amen. 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 Praise and worship him. Jesus is awesome. Hallelujah. Amen. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be alive today. We wouldn't be here. Amen. We are called and chosen by the Most High. We are called and chosen by the Creator of all things, the King of all, thi- all the King of all creation, all things, and the Lord of all lords. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. There is a very destructive and dangerous spirit working in the church today. At times, it works in unity with witchcraft and the Jezebel spirit. It breaks the unity of the church and challenges leadership, causing rebellion, strife, and division. It is very subtle, and unless one is moving in discernment and has knowledge of it, it can go undetected. Many churches and individuals have been greatly hindered or destroyed by this spirit. This is why when you hear something about a minister, a ministry, or a church, you have to go by what God is showing you and not by what you heard. Amen? Because they could have been attacked by a Jezebel spirit that tore, ripped them apart. Amen? Ripped their ministry apart, ripped the church apart. It's not limited to churches either, but it will be active in every area of life, and it's called the spirit of control. It's serious, folks, okay? The definition, to exercise a directing, regulatory, or governing influence over, to restrain or curb, power to regulate and direct, command to control someone, to control one, exercise restraint or direction, dominate, command, or hold in check. Uh, My family, my son and my daughter, we were having a wonderful conversation yesterday, and we were talking about um, this uh, topic, so to speak, and we were talking about how so many people, so many families, and so many uh, marriages, relationships have the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of control in them, and people are being dominated by them, and they don't even know it. It rips apart people. It does not love. It is sent by the one who doesn't even know how to love. It is sent by the one who rejected love, rejected our father, 
rejected God, amen, because he couldn't be part of the Godhead. He wanted four, <laughs> amen, instead of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He wanted Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Lucifer, okay? So he is angry, and he's sending this spirit out, the spirit of control, to, to mess up people because he doesn't have what he once had, and he doesn't want us to have anything either, amen? Now, talk about how the spirit of control operates. And I have different points here. Number one, words. We have to we have to watch our words. Yes, sometimes we say things that we shouldn't say. Just don't say it again or repent of it and ask the Lord to forgive you of it. Amen. And start all over. Amen. Words. Watch our words. John 6, 63. And Jesus asked if uh, communion offended them. The disciples and the apostles. Jesus asked him, he said, does that offend you? And then he was talking about in, in uh, John 663 to 666, okay, the, note the number, amen, you heard me say that before, that he was talking about you, you have to um, eat of me and drink of me. And he was trying to tell them about communion, and a lot of them were thinking, be careful that you're not thinking on a worldly level, a fleshly level. And see, if anybody, anybody's in their right mind, okay, which means definitely there's a wrong mind, anybody in their right mind would know that he was speaking spiritually. Amen? Because it even says that many, okay, many disciples left. They turned around. They turned their back on the Lord. They turned their back on Jesus Christ because they didn't like. Imagine if a man, because somebody comes up to you today and says they want you to eat of them and drink of them. I mean, how would you feel if you're thinking in your fleshly mind, wouldn't that sound a little odd? But then to be righteous and to have a righteous mind and be of the righteous kingdom of God, you would ask, okay, help me with that. Um, exactly what do you mean? Okay. And, and they didn't do that. They just took it fleshly. They, they paid attention to their fleshly mind and turned around and got ghosts, left him. And I'm not talking about Holy Ghost. Amen. Words, okay? Words can confuse. Words, we have to watch our words. Watch what we say and what we mean. Amen. And when you let the words out, people will take it the way they want to take it. Amen. Proverbs 18.21. And we know that Proverbs says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. You can continue to speak woe, gloom, and doom over your household, over your finances, over your health, amen, over your neighborhood, over your school, your job, you can continue to speak gloom and doom, and gloom and doom will continue to happen because it's just continue to happen because it's just like sending out a party invitation. When you send out invitations for a party or a wedding or whatever's going on, a function, you know, people that you send it out to are going to attend. And if you speak good things, if you speak life, those living things, those things that are, are, are uh, flowing, okay, in the spirit of God will come back to you. You will be inviting good things into your life by speaking good. If, you can, if we continue to speak bad, we're going to get bad. Been there, done that. Bought the T-shirt and read the comic book. <laughs> you know, we've, we've done it. And
and, and we wonder why. There's some people who wonder why they're not doing so good in their lives and why they don't get what they ask for. And they say, well, God, I don't know about this God stuff. I asked him for stuff, and he just doesn't give it to me. I'm starting to think that, okay? And when you begin to talk like that, bam, you're going to get what you are asking for. So watch your words, death and life. You could die by, you could speak death into a situation or death into your life, okay? Or you can speak life into a situation or life into your life. Speak life and believe. Don't speak it and peek around the corner to see if it happened. Just speak it and keep on going. I was watching a preacher um, online the other day, and he was talking about how he healed. How, well, someone got healed, okay, from him praying on them. He went into a hospital, and this man was on his deathbed. And uh, he went to the hospital, and his loved one asked him to please pray for their loved one. And so he did. Him and his um, his uh, ministers went into the hospital room, and they laid hands on him, and they prayed. The man was on his deathbed, and they prayed on him. And after they prayed on him, they turned around, and they said, God bless you. And uh, they left. They left the hospital room. Okay? And then the next day, I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but the next day he was having a meeting, okay? And while he was having his uh, revival meeting, the man that was on the deathbed that he prayed for, true story, walked into the revival healthy and healed. He got healed. And what the man was trying to say was, stop standing around when you pray for somebody waiting for something to happen. Either you believe God heard you and that person's going to get healed or you don't. He said, do the work of the kingdom of God and continue on your way. Jesus didn't beg anybody. Amen. He didn't beg. Amen. That's the power of the tongue. James 3, 5 to 6 says the tongue is a loose member of all things. Well, what God is trying to tell us is the devil uses it easy. He, he'll use your mouth to mess you up. You could literally mess yourself up by the words that you say and mess somebody else up. We have to watch because we could be sending curses out to people. I know like when my grandson was born, his little handsome self, when my grandson was born, and, and there was these girls online that just kept saying, oh, he's a handsome little, ain't he a handsome little devil? And I, I thought about that. It was vexing me. It was, it was vexing my spirit. I wasn't trying to be religious or anything, but I went online. I told them, I said, and they were younger people, and I really wanted to try to stay out of it, but I couldn't take it anymore. And I said, well, no, he's not a devil. I said, he's a handsome little baby. And they got mad and started yelling at me and, and spewing curse words at me. Well, I didn't like them calling my grandson a devil. I didn't like it. And as a grandmother, I spoke up. And I said, no, he's not a little devil. We have to see. We have to walk. Why do we call our little kids handsome little devils? Cute little devils. Sweet little devils. Amen. Power of words control. People control other people through the power of words. Words spoken to. Teachings. Okay, let's take 2 Timothy 3, 6. It says people, they, they creep into, these evil people creep into houses leading captive silly women. <laughs> Notice these words as I'm saying. Leading captive silly women. What kind of silly women? Laden with sins and diverse lusts. 
silly women who were lustful, laden with sins, are easily captive because they're not following the word of God. They're not, be ye holy for I am holy. And God knows whether you're attempting to be or living holy. He knows that. You're on his roster. And if you're not on his roster as being holy, anything and everything from hell can knock on your door. Amen. Looking like an angel of light. Mm. <laughs> appeals, it appeals to people's sense of lust. Discipleship, it brings disciples. There are people out there, evil people, trying to get disciples. And as the Bible says, they're ever learning and never coming to the truth. Amen? We have cell phones today, television today, uh, Google. You can Google up anything and and they still won't accept the real truth, who is Jesus. Amen. You could Google up anything you want that you, your mind can think of, but Jesus is the way, comma, the truth, and the life. I like to say and the light, and the life. Amen. Whichever you say is right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Second Timothy. 313, seducers will wax worse, and it's in the end times, and we're there. It's happening right now. Seducers will wax worse, deceiving and being deceived, and it's happening right now. So be careful. If you don't feel the Holy Spirit when you, when you watch something on TV or you listen to somebody speak or something, if you don't feel something, if you don't hear some truth in that, let that thing go. Amen. And then we also have to watch for a false use of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That is going on a lot. I don't like to talk about this topic because I don't like to be a name dropper, but there are some people out there that are, mm, mm, mm. they're abusing. They are not real. They're false prophets and people are falling for them hook, line, and sinker. Amen. Watch out for words from the flesh. And that includes people online, okay, mainly, uh, you know, uh, online prophets. Amen. Words from occult powers. Some people are getting words from occult powers and don't even realize what they're getting. Amen. They don't, they're not uh, spiritually sensual enough to understand that that is not from God. The word of knowledge becomes ESP. Prophecy becomes fortune telling. Be careful of that. Words spoken about. Gossip. Prayers. Vows. Slander. Idle talk. Amen. Be careful of those who slander others. Slander is horrible. And it's going on a lot now. It's gotten to the point where even those that believe are having a hard time knowing what to believe. Amen. If you don't understand something, pray and ask God. If, some, if you hear something about somebody, pray about it. 
Take it to the Lord in prayer, and he'll send you the proper, the right answer. Amen. He'll, he'll deposit it into your spirit. Amen. Actions. Acts, okay, when you, when you look at Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 8 tells us about Simon the sorcerer. He presented himself as a man of God. He actually had people bewitched in that city. They actually thought that this man was a man of God and he was a warlock. That's a, how did they not know that they were following the Pied Piper? How did they not know that they were following a warlock? Some people are following witches and they're following warlocks because it, they look good, because they sound good. Be careful of that. But are they good? It's one with a controlling spirit. One with a controlling spirit. Beware of the ones who are givers of gifts. Now, we give each other gifts. You can tell when, when, you're, when you're getting a gift from someone because they love you, they care about you, or the Lord told them to give it to you. But there are some people that will try to buy you. Amen? That's manipulation. And another form of manipulation is complaining. Amen? You know how, remember... <laughs> Little kids, when they don't get their way, they, they, they go through tantrums, amen, or they get sick. There's some people use sickness and tantrums as manipulation, as a source of control. They can control your life over sickness and tantrums. Little kids always say, I'll hold my breath until I die if you don't give me candy. You know, that's manipulate. They're trying to manipulate. We have a cat. <laughs> My daughter, I know she's probably laughing listening to this, but we have a cat. God bless her. She, she's a beautiful little thing, but she has learned how to manipulate me and my daughter for us to let her outside. If my daughter doesn't let her outside, she comes up and, and moans to me, and so I'll let her outside, and my daughter lets her back in later on. You know, she has literally learned how to go outside, how to make us let her go outside. And she yells, she moans and moans and moans, amen? Manipulation, amen? But we're trying, okay? We're, we're working on her, amen? Superiority, another way of uh, witchcraft is, and, and control is superiority. Uh, 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 2, boaster and pride. It says, in the perilous times, we are going to have people who are boasters and proud, proud of themselves, proud of what they've done. Amen? Like, you could never do it yourself. You can't be like me. Greater than thou. Superiority is always, almost always implied. I've been in this longer than you. Amen? <laughs> They're rooted in pride. Self-willed and rebellion. I'll do it my way. I'll show them. The root problem in people like that is rejection and deep hurt. Instead of them following the Holy Spirit, instead of them following what God is telling them to do from the first of the month to the 31st of the month, January to December, they're doing whatever they want to do. They're working and working and working and working and getting absolutely nowhere, but they're still doing it because pride. There are people right now who are suffering 
because of pride. They don't want to admit that they have a problem. They don't want to get down on their knees, per se, not necessarily physically, but they don't want to get down and humble themselves and tell God, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Please show me the right way. I apologize. The song is, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up higher and higher, and he shall lift you up. If you want God to lift you up, humble yourself. You don't want God to humble you. Amen. Hallelujah. Rejection and deep hurt. Another thing we got to watch out for is thoughts. Matthew 15, 18 says, what goes into the mouth goes into the belly and is cast into the draught. That means you go to the bathroom and it comes back out. But what comes out of the mouth defiles a man. Such as Will Smith cursing at Chris Rock. There was a better way he could have handled that. He could have caught that brother at the end of the Oscars and asked him, you know, hey, what was up with that? I really didn't appreciate that. We need to talk, bro. You know? But he sat there and cursed at him. He told him keep his wife's name out of his mouth, but he used certain words and certain. He said, he actually, you think about it, he cursed his own mouth. Think about the way he said that. See, that's why, oh my Lord, we got to watch our work. And because he acted like that, and because he spoke the way he did, and disrespecting to me, okay, it was disrespect to the people that put him there, which is us, and the people in the offices that put him there, the Oscars, the people that are responsible for the Oscars. He disrespected. He just literally went back to Philly on everybody. Amen? <laughs> you know? What comes out of your mouth is what counts. That It can either defile you. Or bless you. Bless yourself. Don't I always say that? How, like David did, encourage yourself. And Mark 7, 20 to 23, the same thing. And Luke 5, 22 and Matt 9, 4 is about a paralytic. Jesus says that people were thinking evil in their hearts because they questioned him healing a paralytic man. How can people question a healing? When the paralytic man was no longer that way, when he's no longer paralyzed, and he got up, he rose up, how can you go against a miracle like that? But, but, wait, but they loved the warlock. The warlock got away probably with murder, but they dogged Jesus. Amen? Now, why do people operate in control? False compassion. False caring to where you owe them. Amen? Such as people who can only have one friend at a time. Jealousy and envy, deep hurt and rejection, desire, watch this, desire for the anointing or the office, criticism separates. And some of you may have heard me say this and some listening or maybe coming on later might not have heard this, but there was a time where there was a woman I knew who really liked the way I sing. She liked my voice. And she, now, you know, most people would say, and she said, well, I, I like your voice. I want your voice, you know? And I told her, I said, well, you know, you, you can have me ask God, you know, give me that talent. And she, she looked at me, her voice changed. I know what I heard. Her voice changed. She said, no, I want your voice. I, I, 
I, I, anyway, anywho, see, so be be careful of the desire for the anointing, desire for the anointing, amen. And then there's pride. God resists the proud, doesn't He? Then there's greed. You know, First Timothy uh, six, three to five, supposing that gain is godliness, leadership without true love ends up being abuse. It's another form. There are so many people who are under leaders that don't know how to love. They look good, speak good, talk good, eat good, walk good, and don't know how to love. Amen. Don't go to the hospital to visit the sick. Amen. Don't send cards on on, uh, birthdays, nothing. By the way, for all you guys, I've been getting some cards and stuff lately. Yin's rough, and I appreciate that. That's 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 deep. That I really appreciate that. Hallelujah! I'm blessed by it, and I bless you back. Hallelujah! Amen. No, some people have no self-esteem. There's, there's leaders who no self-esteem, no self-identity. Identify yourself with Jesus. Know who you are, and know whose you are. Amen. And then, uh-oh, then there's the fear. People who have the fear of being proven wrong. You know anybody like that? Last worders, always got to get the last word. And some of us <laughs> may have been there ourselves. Amen. Lord, forgive us for being that way if we were. Amen. Or if some still are today. They're just people who have the fear of being proven wrong. And what they don't understand is they're operating in witchcraft. They're operating in manipulation. It is a type of control. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, what it does is it breaks unity and challenges leadership. Now, power of God, there's a gifting. When there's a power, when when the power of God is around, there's some kind of gift. Amen. Now, when the power of control is around, there's a taking. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When the power of control is there, somebody's getting robbed in some kind of way. Now, discerning controlling spirits is a comparison such as vexation or conviction. Are you being vexed about something? Is something really bothering you, something odd that's not supposed to be messing around with you? And, or are you being convicted by the Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit trying to tell you that what you're doing is not the way of God? Vexation, know the difference between vexation and conviction, worship or honor, amen, fear or the fear of God, hallelujah. Do you fear the pastor more than you fear God? Cloning or individuality, we got to really focus on that today, folks. There is a lot of cloning. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. Most people wouldn't say this. I'm going to say it because I'm me, right? But I have been noticing, and it's not just me, but a lot of us little guys in in the field, okay, it's got to stop. There are some higher guys and bigger guys in the field that are listening and watching us and, and, and getting ideas from us. And preaching on it, okay, since they're, they're on TV or they're on a radio or something, and they're high. I've been hearing the ideas of some of mine and some of my fellow ministers. I've been hearing their ideas coming out of other people's mouths, okay? And I honestly think, you know how, what is it, the sports 
and entertainment. They have what they call scouts. They have people to go out and scout. And I know that the, the soap operas do the same thing. They scout for ideas, for their next ideas of what's going to happen next. And I literally, I'm going to speak this out. I never heard anybody say this before, but I'm going to say it. There are, uh, I don't what, what I call them, religious scouts. Uh, they're not Christian scouts. <laughs> Am I right? Right? There are religious scouts, religious scouts out there. Mm, I like my preach on that next time. There are religious scouts out there getting their next idea from little people like me and my friends. Amen. So watch out for that. Amen. Can't they don't instead of sitting down with the Holy Spirit, even if five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, hour, forty-five, whatever you want to do, instead of getting it from the Holy Spirit, they're getting it from online. Amen. Hallelujah. Cloning versus individuality, heaviness, or liberty and joy. I know one time I was in a church, you know, we're not going to name it. I've been to a lot of churches, so don't try to figure out. And Y'all don't know every city I lived in. Okay. You know, there's something to do that, right? But I, at Saturday nights were horrible for me and my family because we had a heaviness instead of liberty and joy. You know, sometimes you could be in a church that just uses and uses and uses people and uses them, uses them for everything to get things done. And it gets to the point where you're so busy serving man and worshiping man. And, you know, you're so busy that you don't, you don't feel the joy of the Holy Ghost. Saturday nights were horrible for me and my family because we knew Sunday morning was coming. We knew we was going to be in the church till four, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Everybody's out eating. We're still in the church doing stuff. Too much, too much, too much. Be careful that. Are you being liberated and do you have the joy of the Holy Spirit with the people that you sit under? Amen. Dependency, continual control, codependent, or are they releasing? When you listen to them, do they release your spirit? Amen. Are they releasing or are you codependent on these people? We can be codependent on entertainers. We can be codependent on preachers, codependent on your boss, on your wife, on your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your sister, your brother, grandma, or grandpa. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Or secretiveness versus openness. If you are in a church or if you are in any organization and things are secretive and you can't tell nothing, you can't say anything, don't say anything, don't discuss what the pastor does or where the pastor goes or any, don't discuss anything that we just discussed in our meeting and this and that and blah, blah, blah. You're in a cult, my friend. You're in a club. You're in a clique. Amen? Secretiveness versus, praise the Lord, thank you, openness. Amen? Openness. But I'm open. You know, I'm the kind of person that people, you know, there's people who are in secretiveness. You can see we got to discern. You got to know one folks from another. I'm the kind of person, I'm open. Would you see me, what would you see me do online and, and the way you hear me talk online? That's how I live. That's me. And people, I've actually had people get upset with me, <clears throat> you know, because I'm open. I have nothing to hide, folks. 
I have nothing to hide. The devil has run after me, run after me, run after me, badgered me, just like he did the Apostle Paul. I told you guys, Pastor Janet at Shiloh Bible Institute, Washington, told me I have a Pastor Paul anointing on me. And, and if she told the truth, that woman told the truth. She spoke the truth. She's not a liar. She wasn't a liar. God bless her soul. Amen. You know, but a badger, Satan badgers me. And I've been through so much in my lifetime. I don't have it. So I've learned the worst thing you can do is try to keep a secret because the enemy of your soul is going to let somebody find out your business. Kind of like watching the movies on TV. Kojak, Serpico. Amen. All I watch all them oldies, Starsky and Hutch. You know, yeah, uh, uh, what is Monk? And and, and oh, I forgot my boy. Uh, what's his name? I forget his name. But you watch them all. All those shows. There's always somebody that finds out the business and tells it. Amen. But we have to overcome, overcome, and have victory. And you do it by forgiving. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter. You have to learn to love, forgive, and love. Break these bonds in your life by confessing that they're broken in the name of Jesus. If you know it's there, break it in the name of Jesus and believe. And like I said, let it go. How's that sound? Relax and let it go. (laughs) Amen. Let it go. Resist the spiritual warfare. James 4, 7 talks about it. If you want to write that down in Ephesians 6, 12. Confront the person in love. If someone's doing this to you, confront them in love. Separate from that one when everything else fails. And you'll be able to see that in Titus 3, 10. Amen. Amen. The spirit of control. Watch out for it. It's thick. It's thick, honey. Thick like peanut butter today, 2022. Amen. Now I'm going to say a prayer for deliverance, for those who have controlled. If you feel that you've controlled somebody else, this prayer is for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for controlling others. Forgive me for directing their lives outside of your purpose. I receive your forgiveness and I thank you for it. I release all of those that I've controlled and begin to name the names, okay? I'll give you a couple seconds. Help me, Jesus, to be free of the causes for control. Set me free from rejection, all deep hurts. Help me to know who I am in Christ Jesus and to have an identity with you, Lord. I come against all spirits of control, rejection, self-rejection, fear of man, and fear of being proven wrong. I command all of you to leave me now in the wonderful, mighty name of Jesus and go to dry places never to return to me ever again. I thank you, Jesus, for setting me free and healing all deep pasts and hurts. I will not control nor seek to control anyone. I will allow you to make me what you want me to be. In the name of Jesus, amen. And lastly, I will end with the prayer for those who are or you feel you've been controlled. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I ask you to set me free from all control. In the authority of the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, I break myself from all ties of control. I break myself from and then name them. I'll give you a couple seconds to name every person, organization, and things that have controlled you, persons, denominations, churches, pastors, children, husbands, wives, ungodly control, mind control, past memories, all types of fears, and anything else the Holy Spirit is going to show you at this time. I hope you're saying I'm giving you time to say a few. Amen. I thank you, Father, for setting me free. Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess that I have willingly yielded to control. I see this as sin, and I confess it now. I'm sorry that I did not trust in you to guide me and direct me. Forgive me for not facing the issues and trusting in you. I receive your forgiveness and thank you for it. Help me, Father, in the name of Jesus to trust you and not be afraid of making decisions. I come against all fear in the name of Jesus, and I command you to leave me now and go to dry places never to return to me or my household ever again. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, that you have forgiven me and set me free. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. God is good and worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Give yourself a hand clap. Hallelujah. Give God a hand clap of praise. Or as they say, give God a praise. Amen. I always say, give God some praise. Amen. God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. May God give you his countenance whenever you go places. May people hear him in your voice, in the words that come out of your mouth. And may they see him whenever you walk up on them and know and respect you as a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And don't forget to pray for Israel and pray for all of the rest of us who are grafted in. I, I always pray every day for uh, souls. That's all around the world, just souls. I pray for souls to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. And don't forget, if I'm right, I do believe, I don't have my calendar with me, but I do believe today is the first day of Ramadan. And pray that those who don't believe that Jesus Christ is God's son will begin to see him and dream of him and have an experience with him. Will they return to Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, the Jewish God. Amen. Hallelujah. And stop serving the world and stop serving man and admit that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you all. I hope I covered everything. God, you know, God be good. God is always good. Amen. God be good to you each and every day of your life. Look for it when you open up your eyes because it's there. Amen. Reverend Essie, signing off, to God be the glory for the things he has done. Amen, amen, and amen again.